You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. You can see Hello there. Definitely and awesome. welcome to the Nintendo Club Podcast. Uh, this is a special edition that we do every week. They're all special. And uh, this one we're calling Pokemon Through the Ages. So last week we did the Hyrule Historian, went through that t- kind of timeline. This time around we're going to just cover Pokemon from start to finish as best we can. Uh, me and Aaron are newbies, but we got John, the veteran Pokemon uh, folk on here today. Veteran, yeah. You could say that. <laughs> so you're like a kid that like grew up on Pokemon, sort of, right? Oh, I, I, was, I was the definition. Like, you look up Pokemon fanatic, I was, I was that kid. I had the cards, I had the shirts, I watched the show. Um, yeah, I was all about Pokemon growing up. It was... It was it was the first time since Mario I really got attached to a game, um, and I got way more attached to Pokemon than I ever did any other game. So yeah, I, I love Pokemon. It's <laughs> pretty cool. What was your first Pokemon? My first Pokemon I ever got was Squirtle. Okay. Um, and that was in red or blue? That was in red. That is in red. This is the my copy of red I still have here. Same box. It's a box still. Yeah, this is... Uh, um, I got this Christmas of 1998, the year the game came out. Um... I'm pretty yeah. That was the year the game came out. I was in fourth grade. Um, I got the game because I had started watching the TV show. I didn't actually know it was a game until um, I started watching the TV show. At first, I saw the TV show and I didn't like it at all. I saw one episode after school and I was like, I, I don't like this. I don't like the art style. I don't like the story. It seems silly. Um, but the first it, couple seasons are killer. Of the that first, show. the first season's great. And then it wasn't a few weeks later. I flipping through the channels. I kept, you know, I come from school. I'd watch, t- you know, cartoons or television. Um, and it was always on my guy from school. So every time I flipped through channels, it's one of the things I'd see. And eventually, after a week or two, I just started watching it, and I got really hooked. Um, and it wasn't probably till a month or two later I realized this is a video game. This is all made based on a video <laughs> game. So and my, yeah. you know, as a kid, my head exploded at that point. And I got. I am curious to see if the X and Y. TV show will be any good? So, that, I, I can't speak much for the anime. Um, I really only watched up until, like, the third or fourth season. So. Okay. What is going on with your TV, just like your ass? Looks like it's having a panic attack. Oh, no, it might be, uh, yeah, I could probably, uh, change that a little bit. It's a Pokemon run-through. They're running through Pokemon Silver in the background. Oh! <laughs> it looks bizarre because on Pokemon games, it does it, like, with Earthbound, where it'll move like part of the screen like yeah yeah yeah. it shifts it yeah yeah the shifting is weird (laughs) it looks great in person i'm sure but yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh uh, hopefully well we we can get into it so what what were your guys first you know when did you first encounter pokemon black two i watched a tv show as a kid when i was over at a friend's house it's like oh it's kind of cool but never got into it it's a lot to get into it's a commitment yeah for me, the first time I ever got into Pokemon was with the cards. I used to hang out at this uh, hobby store, and, and uh, I saw some kids playing it, and I did not know what it was. I ended up collecting the cards for about a year, and I just kind of fell out of it and never really got back into it. I did play Gold, though, around that same time, and uh, just recently got Pokemon Yellow and uh, White. So, still playing through those, but yeah, for a long time, I had nothing to do with Pokemon, so. So, the cards, I had the Squirtle card when I was a kid. I wasn't, I was like, this is a cool looking card. Uh, I had a friend that was really into Pokemon, he had all the playing cards and stuff, but I never got into it except owning that one card. It's somewhere at my mom's house still today, uh, that Squirtle card. I had a lot of, a lot of the cards. 
<laughs> did you ever play the cards? Oh or yeah, you just collect. Oh them? yeah. At first, it was collecting. I thought they were cool. You know, I like to have. I like being able to carry around a Pokemon with me. It kind of made you feel like um, I was. Mm-hmm. You know, I was eight or I was in fourth grade when Pokemon came out. So it was cool to have these cards where I could. Yeah, these are my Pokemon. I have these. Um, it probably wasn't until a few a year or so into it I really started understanding. Hey, this is actually a card game. These aren't really just for collecting. <laughs> um, I did learn at that point. Uh, it's a fun game. It's a lot of fun. Yep, it's a. I as I was playing Earthbound, I realized, um, hey, Pokemon's an RPG. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, like as a kid, you don't know genres that you know as well. It's just like just a fun experience. Uh, Pokemon might have been the first game where I really, I really started understanding genres because it was so different from really games I was into at the time. You know, Mario, Donkey Kong, um, Zelda, even even Zelda. It, it had Zelda traits, but it, it mm-hmm. was so different in the mechanics and the the things you had to do to move further in the game. Yeah. And so it means pocket monsters in English, if you want to call it that, which I don't like to call it, it that. It, yeah, originated <laughs> as capsule monsters. Um, huh. The only reason they call it Pokemon in America is because the copyright for pocket monsters was taken by an American company, so they had the to The Digimon guys? I don't know if it's Digimon guys. It was just... I don't even remember. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I read. That's why the... Uh, they had to change it in America. They probably would have kept it Pocket Monsters if they could have. So Pokemon, it's in its like sixth generation now, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Sounds about right. My question is, <laughs> if I buy a, an original Game Boy, a um, a Game Boy Advance, and have a DS around, can I buy the original Red and Blue and transfer Pokemon? From my Game Boy to the Game Boy Advance to the DS to the 3DS, where's the breaking no. point there? No, um, the breaking point's different. Kind of for each, it kind of it's kind of weird how it goes. It almost like shuffles around the breaking point. Um, so Pokemon Red and Blue can transfer with Gold and Silver, um, but Red and Blue cannot transfer with Ruby and Sapphire, which were the next generation. Gold and Silver could at that point. Um, so could I transfer from Red to Blue to Gold and Silver? And then from gold to silver to... Like, that's not possible? Or? I think that is possible, yes. Um, but what they did in order to kind of fix this issue was they started remaking past games. So with the Game Boy Advance, they started with Fire Red and Leaf Green, which were a complete remaster of the original. They did this so you could... Tr- <sighs> this is the only way they can get the original Pokemon into the new games. They had to I have got them. to buy that. I did not know they did remaster to the you original two. This? this? No idea. Pokemon Fire Red and Pokemon Leaf Green are two of the greatest games ever because they take everything great about the original Pokemon and they fix the little issues that they fix with later on games. It it's is, in full color, that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, it's full the color. The, the sprites are better. It is... It's, I mean, when I got you're that You're blowing game, my mind because I... Because John... You didn't even know I, that existed? You're blowing my mind because John, on on um, Friday or a couple of weeks... Uh, you know, a couple of days ago, I found a um, DS Lite, uh, the Phantom Hourglass uh, Gold Special Edition for 50 bucks. And that should be here tomorrow. Nice. That means I can play Game Boy Advance games, and that means I might be getting Fire Red. <laughs> Dude, you, you, if you got if you have a Game Boy Advance, Fire Red and Leaf Green are they're must haves. It's cool because if you can see here, they actually was the first game. It actually shipped with a wireless um, <laughs> link cable. Yeah. So, as opposed to using a cable to trade your Pokemon, you can now use a little wireless thing that everyone who had Leaf Green and Fire Red came with. Now, what's Leaf Green correlate to? Okay, so Leaf Green, we should probably talk about that. In Japan, when they first came out, in 1996, the original games came out, they had a red and green version. 
Um, later blue on, blue. no blue. Later, blue came out in Japan about nine months later as like a special game. Hmm. Um, when they came out in America, they went with they took the blue version and, t- and used the artwork from that game, all the sprites and everything from that game, and made them um, and used that as kind of the American copy. Uh, so if you look at the sprites from the original Japanese green and red, they look different from blue. Um, so it, I think they what they thought was blue would do better in the American market just because of the color. Because of, I, mean, I would have bought blue because that's the Squirtle. You exactly, know. yeah. I, I think Blastoise looked more appealing. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you why they chose. But that's the two versions they Are the starters they the same in all three of those games? Are the what? Starters. the first Yes, eight. yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. all the same. Um yeah, so when they came out in America, they decided to go with those two. When they remade the games, they decided, hey, let's just keep it with the original Fire Red, Leaf Green. Because, um, obviously, fans at that point were okay with whatever they gave them. Um, <laughs> now, those aren't limited, like, copies. Oh, no, that's a, no. that's a wide a release. Game. It's not this super expensive. Game. Yeah, this is a full game. Totally, yeah. This is something they, they you know... And, obviously, with younger kids, if the younger kids didn't have a chance to play uh, Red and Blue, this is with their chance to jump in and get a taste of the original, too. So I can get that game and put it in my DS Lite and transfer it to Black 2? Is that possible? What's the... I don't think that's possible. Um, that's why on the DS they remade Gold and Silver, so you could use those, because Gold and Silver have all the original Pokemon in them. Um... So you're saying they're stuck to that card? Can I move it to any of the other games? I, I think these can go to Ruby and Sapphire. I okay. think that's the extent of it. It might be able to go to Black and White. I'm not sure. Um, I'll have to look and, into that. Cause, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's why they kind of keep remaking these games. Is because the way technology moves, they're not able to really go back to those original carts. Because... You know, they'd have to build something into those carts to be able to move it out. So that's kind of how they got around okay, that. Okay, because my, my, my initial thought was... Every generation, you'd be able to transfer from... If you're, you start from the beginning, you should be able to transfer from that to that, that to that. Mm, it just doesn't work, no. And that's probably... And Pokemon another, Bank is... Exactly. That's why they probably came out with Pokemon Bank, is to solve this very issue. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they keep remaking the old games like they have. Because uh, it's literally been, since the Game Boy Advance, every generation they've remade... Or I guess still living Gold and Silver and Red and Blue, so it's not that mm-hmm. big a deal, but... Uh, yeah. One thing I thought of, my, my brain thought of the other day is when Pokemon Bank comes out December 27th of this year, um, perhaps I start a new save file or something and get all six starters and just restart my save file so I can just transfer the ones to the bank. And then I get all six starters. Is so, that kind of cheating? Uh, I mean, Game, Game Freak does a good job of putting kind of these things in that help that make it hard for people to cheat. Um, one, one instance is, you know, since you can trade Pokemon, a lot of people would just trade Pokemon from either another game or a friend. Super high-level Pokemon, at, well, you're at the start of the game, which would theoretically make it really easy to play through the game. But what Game Freak did was they put restrictions on saying, hey, if, you're, if you don't have this badge or if you haven't beat this gym leader... If you have Pokemon at this certain level, they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to do anything. They're worthless to you. Um, I'm talking about just getting starters that have not been trained Well, at all. that's what I was going to say. They, uh, and they did it with trading, too. You can't trade and do certain things to a certain point in the game. So they probably made a restriction so you're not able to do that. Because mm. they've done it in past games. They've been doing it since Red and Blue. So I'm sure they're going to work it into this game. Okay. They know what they're doing. Now, yeah. now, one positive thing I have been seeing with the reviews of X and Y is there's a ton of the original Pokemon... And just the the random attacks now. Thank, it, it's thank you. Yeah. A ton of them. So, yeah. so I'm yeah. happy from that end. That makes me happy too. One of the reasons I kind of stopped playing the games is because I 
didn't like all the new Pokemon. They were kind of silly and they didn't feel authentic and, you know, like a lot of thought went into them. They're just, they just felt like kind of rehashes of the old ones. So that's really why I kind of stopped playing the games because I thought the Pokemon were just getting a little too throwaway-ish, if you will. Yeah. Now, Aaron, your first game was gold, you said, right? Yeah, it was. Now, how much did you get into this game? Did you beat it? Did you... Yes, I was way into this game at the time. I remember playing it constantly. As soon as I got out of school, I would play this game um, all the way up until bedtime. So, it's a Game Boy yeah. Color game? Yes, it was Game Boy Color. Okay. It was game Boy Color, but it worked on original Game Boys as well. Yeah, I think I played it on the pocket, so... Really nice. nice. I, I got a Game Boy Color just for this game. This was the first game I think I ever pre-ordered was Silver Version. Uh, Nintendo Power did a thing where you got like a, a, a guide, the game, some other stuff. So I did that when this version came out because I was so excited for it. Right. No, you have a lot of boxes there. Do you have every box in every <laughs> no, no. game? No, I don't. So I don't. I have just my original red. I had also blue. Um, I had my gold and silver. Um, they're in really pretty good condition. I just have my fire red. I don't have okay. my I don't have my ruby and sapphire. I, um, and those are those are all the games I've. You never touched so. the black or white ones, did you? Nope, nope. By that point, I was just kind of over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, X and Y is pulling you back in. Um, Aaron, why are you excited about X and Y? I'm just excited because. Um, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, well, let me check it out. And I looked into it, and it's kind of like reminded me of playing Gold whenever I was younger and how I really got pulled into that game. And it was like um, sort of like an RPG, except it was more adventurous, um, and it was really easy just to jump into. So, um, yeah, I mean, just kind of that, just, you know, jump into this kind of game um, and seeing all the new characters, things like that. Cool. So I think the the one question people should have is for us is what is your favorite top you know top three Pokemon of all time that you're excited to use in X and Y? Uh, I can start if you'd like. Yeah. Number one is easily Squirtle. You know, Squirtle. Um, Squirtle, Squirtle. Um, I'm also a big fan of Psyduck because I think he's just hilarious and awesome. And my third, probably favorite, is Pikachu just because the TV show made him so adorable and lovable. So this is probably my top three for me. That that could easily change next week when I <laughs> discover a new one. I gotta say, Squirtle number one for me. Squirtle's my favorite Pokemon. Um, Alakazam is a Pokemon I always get. Um, See the guy with the kicking, the long legs? No, Al- Alakazam is a psychic type. It kind of it goes Abracadabra, Alakazam. Those are three el- evolutions. Um, it's kind of hard to explain what he is. He's kind he kind of looks like a psychic, almost like a some kind of weird cat. But he's really he's hard to train because his first evolution really kind of sucks. He doesn't have any good moves, and you kind of have to learn the mechanics of how to use the Pokemon without actually using them to get him leveled up. Now, one um, thing you'll appreciate, but, in uh, X and Y, it's, it's there, awesome. is, there is an option, because I've heard it's a much harder game to get through. Mm. There's an option for shared XP. So when you have that turned on, any Pokemon you fight with during a battle will receive the full 100% of XP points. Uh, and yeah. your Pokemon in your pocket or whatever will receive a percentage of the XP. So every fight, you'll Pokemon level Yeah, they up. have that in the original game, too. Yeah, uh, I don't think it goes that far as for as all your Pokemon. Or you, I think 
you get one Pokemon that gets like 50%, so it's not that as good, but... Yeah, it's it's like 100%, so if you pull out like one of every Pokemon, you're, it'll level up really quickly. Yeah, so uh, Aaron, do you have your three? Yeah, um, of course I'm going to be looking forward to using Pikachu. Um, and then the other... So you're number one? Um, no, I would have to say that since I'm going to be getting Y, um, the character that's on, on the uh, cover art, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the deer one? Is it the deer one? No, no, it's like a bird kind bird. of flying. It has like three wings. So here's my uh, my 3S uh, yes. XL. The little bird. Yes. Um, so yeah. its name is like Evetol or something like that. So that one. And then there's also a new one called Froki. It's like a little frog. Frog, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So those are probably the ones I'm looking forward to using. So. so, and are they your favorite of all time? Because for me, I... I my all time are the one, the old ones I knew from the TV show. Yep. See, I never got into the TV show, and I don't have a strong knowledge of all the all the Pokemon. So. Okay, and like the gold game, <laughs> did you not like get an emotional attachment with like one of them on there, or uh, is it too long ago where it just doesn't? Yeah, it probably would have been Squirtle. I do remember using him a lot. Yeah, Squirtle. <laughs> Now, would yeah. you level up Squirtle the bat blast toys, or are you like John and me that just want to have a sure and young forever? <laughs> I would level them all the way up to blast toys. So. You would, okay. Yeah. I yeah, I keep Squirtle Squirtle. <laughs> now, with that said, the second question, uh, NX and Y, what will your two starters be? I'll kick it off by saying Squirtle, along with Chespin, the grass type. Oh, uh, I mean, you know it's going to be Squirtle with me. Uh, I, I don't even know yet. I think I might just kind of pull it out of my, my butt when it happens. Because you wouldn't go with two water types, would you? Probably not, no. no. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Because, like, the frog, to me, like, that would be the one I'd get if Squirtle wasn't a secondary starter, but that's not the case. I do like the way the frog looks. Honestly, I'm kind of Pokemon... I like... I, I pick Pokemon based on how they look. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a... It's weird, because water types normally are my favorite, just in general. <laughs> I like water, electric, or cool. Yeah. So what, what about you, Aaron? What are your two starters? Um, I know I'm going to choose the frog, but I'm not sure about the other one yet, so... Get Charmander, okay. man, because that Charizard <laughs> evolution looks sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it they had the, it changes yeah. the colors, I think, right? Yeah, it changes colors now. It's like a chameleon. It's cool. So, another question I have is, when you're playing Pokemon games, is it? do you try to collect them all? Like, is that a goal of yours, or is that not even part of the equation? Uh, for me, it was. I remember looking back, and even playing now, I try to catch every one that I come across. <laughs> so, yeah. How about you, John? Uh, it varied. When I first started playing the game, I didn't really... I just kind of played through it. Um, at, after I kind of beat it, really started getting good at it. I played through it a lot of times, right in blue version, that is. Um, I did, you know, a whole game where I caught them all. I got a, it really kind of varied, but after red and blue, after I kind of did all these different, after I played the game so many times, different ways through, I kind of just got to the point where I would catch Pokemon if they seemed interesting to me. If, you know, other than that, I didn't really care about collecting them all. It wasn't okay. a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. Especially once they started adding so many, it kind of just got, you know, whatever. <laughs> got it. Yeah. It's sure. Uh, Aaron, on the notes, you have music as a, a point. I've never really noticed the music in Pokemon. What, what can you say about it? And, and that John's reaction. Yeah, the music was just really great. Uh, yeah. Playing now, I'm I'm uh, playing Yellow, and uh, 
yeah, the music's just really great. Because when you go to a different town or, or when you walk out of town, like the music changes, like depending on, on where you are. And even when you go back to the area, like it kind of fades back into that music. I thought it was pretty yeah. cool. Like each, yeah. each zone has its own music. And it's, it's really catchy. Even though it's, it's like an old style music, you know, like the, the, the old kind of MIDI sounds, um, it doesn't get on my nerves because a lot of those those really high pitch kind of tones i'm like all right that's enough no i but, love the title the theme from the tv show gotta catch them <laughs> gotta catch them all. pokemon <laughs> i love the music in pokemon it's some of the best 8-bit music i think you can get definitely now do you think the x and y is going to be orchestrated i've heard it's like fake orchestrated in this one what does that mean fake orchestrated like they, they try mean? to make the computer music sound like real instruments <laughs> Is that what they're always trying to do? Uh, Not always. I, um, I don't know. I, honestly, I mean, I'm sure we'll get the original Pokemon theme. I don't know if they kept... I guess all the games had that original theme in there, but I don't even know. Yeah. To me, the original music will always be cool. I don't know if I'll ever get attached to the new music like I would did the original music. Yeah, I kind of wish they had a retro mode on X Y for music and stuff. That'd be cool. Uh, so, story of Pokemon... Is it the same in every game where you're battling the gym leaders and, you know, you're a kid collecting Pokemon, and is that it for every game, or does it try to have some sort of story arc more than that? Uh, all the games i played, it's the same general idea. You're, you're about 10 years old, uh, you're setting off to be a Pokemon master, you got to be all the gym leaders, you do have rivals, Team Rocket. Um, I think they switch out Team Rocket for a different bad guy team, in Ruby Sapphire, they go to, and I forgot what they were called, I, they, they switch it up, they change it. Um, but yeah, it's generally the same thing. Okay. As yeah. far as, uh, far as I know. Kind of like Mario, how, you know, <laughs> Bowser catches somebody and you have to chase him <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of like Zelda in a way, where it's like you're a different Link every time, you're a different Pokemon trainer every time, and you're a different, they kind of throw you in a different world. Yeah, um, I feel at least with Zelda there is a little different of a story. No, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. With, there's definitely way more focus on. I, I, sorry, yeah, there's definitely way more focus on story in Zelda, <laughs> but uh, same same kind of where they have the same mechanics in every game, I guess. Okay. Any comments on story, Aaron, from you, or is it? Uh... Yeah, I just thought it was really simple, uh, and I mean, I haven't played all the games, but it seemed like it was pretty similar between all the ones I've played. So. Okay. I kind of want to start watching the anime again. <laughs> I have all the episodes. <laughs> I do too. I stopped watching. Like uh, I started watching a couple months ago, and then I stopped. I've got through episode like ninety or something. Nice. That's far. That's pretty far. They're easy to burn through. Like twenty minute episodes. Boom, boom, boom. No commercials. Yeah, they seem so much longer as a kid. And there's a Pokemon TV app for the iPhone, and they'll play random episodes for free there. What? Yeah, the Pokemon Company has an app for you know, TV shows. I don't think you can select all the old archive shows, but it'll show you the new stuff. I can see Aaron, uh, or uh, John, <laughs> in the app store. Yeah, just search for Pokemon TV, you should find it. Interesting, uh, okay. The next up, I want to talk about the graphics, because uh, it seems very behind the times graphically, as far as its advancement. Um, so, am I wrong? <laughs> are you talking about X and Y, or are you talking about the whole... Just in general, the DS games felt really well in the times. Even the 3DS game, like, they're not even using... Like, 3D is turning on and off at random mm-hmm. times. It's not a consistent experience. Like, they're... It seems like they're, they struggle in that area a little bit. 
Uh, I don't know. See, it's hard, it's hard to tell because you don't know. They don't really say what their goal graphically wise is. I guess you can say what they're doing. You should base their goal based on what they're doing. I love the original graphic style of gold, or red, blue, and gold, silver. So it's it's hard for me to say I'm really interested in, in them in in updating the graphics because I'm the type of person, obviously, who will go back and play games that look the black and white. Yeah, screen. They look horrible. Fine. Yeah, they're terrible. Their graphics are terrible. But I don't care because I love the game. Um, it's interesting because my favorite version, gold and silver, it's the same. 8-bit style, but the, the color palette they used really changed the tone of the game. It was a lot darker, um, a lot more calming in ways, the colors. Um, honestly, now why, why is gold... Is it gold slash silver, or why, why is that your favorite? Why is it my favorite? Because it... it the, a lot of problems I have with the newer Pokemon games is they took things too far. They, they, the game had a great system, and they... they they took a little things too far. One one thing I'll throw out there, for instance, is the battling system. Pokemon for the first two versions was one Pokemon versus one Pokemon. In Ruby and Sapphire, they incorporated double battles. You can now have two Pokemon versus one or versus two Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I did not like this. It changed the pacing of the game. It changed how you did battles. Not to say it made the game worse. In my eyes, it just slowed things down, and I didn't like that. Um, There's th- a... Um Versus five Pokemon X and Y. Yeah, so you know, and it, it just, it just didn't. It felt like they were changing kind of the basis of what Pokemon was. Pokemon was a Pokemon versus Pokemon. Um, I like Gold and Silver because they they changed things for the better. Like for instance, in in Red, Blue, and in Yellow, when you're battling Pokemon, your HP goes up as you gain experience to gain levels. In Red and Blue, to get all your stats, you literally had to go into these menus and go look at every Pokemon and see, okay, how many points do I evolve? Okay, how many points do I level up? In gold and silver, they finally put it so it was right there when you're battling. They made a little graphic so you could look at your Pokemon, know exactly how you know how many battles it would be till you evolved. Um, other things is they added mechanics like night and day. Um, it's the game was in real time, like Animal Crossing. So you catch some Pokemon at night, you catch some Pokemon at day. Um, I thought that was cool. So they added enough to make the game more interesting. But when I got to gold or when I got to Ruby and Sapphire, it felt like they added too much. That so it was the, the last kind of pure Pokemon. Yeah, it's the last kind of pure Pokemon. It felt like they started just really changing a lot of the mechanics of the game. And that's why when they got the black and white, I really looked at the games and I said, these are just not interesting to me anymore. They've, they, they're not, it didn't feel like Pokemon at that point to me. It, it just changed too much in my eyes. So Okay. Hopefully all these callbacks to the originals and X and Y kind of restore some of that for you. Honestly, when I was watching some of the, the trailers and the reviews for X and Y, it felt it feels like gold and silver to me for some reason. I'm not sure why, but they're just mm-hmm. kind of resonating in that way. So, we'll see. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess favorite Pokemon game. Aaron, um, you only having played white and gold... Uh, gold is still your favorite, or playing, yeah, playing yellow say, <laughs> and yellow. Yeah, okay, yeah, and playing yellow. I would have to say that gold was my favorite, just because that's the only one I've actually gotten all the way through. It may change though after I play these other ones. But uh, I'd like to add on to that last point: is that uh, like the graphic style? It doesn't really bother me so much um, because these games are pretty old. But what does bother me is that with white, whenever you go in uh, to the like the the fight screen. They're really pixelated Pokemon, and they're, they they just look like these small Pokemon. Oh yeah, that are just, like, I know. Blown I, up. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that really horrible. bothers me. Yeah. The yeah. fights in X and Y, I hear, are the most glorious and amazing looking things. In oh, they, they look great. I mean, it's it's if you compare it to the black and white, red and blue, it's you know, it's leaps and bounds, obviously. 
to, to that point, what, the, them looking down in battle, it reminds me in red, blue, and yellow, the sprites of the Pokemon you were battling always looked really good. You know, you could tell what they are. But when we were looking at your Pokemon from the back, it always <laughs> just looked like some blob. It looked horrible. It was so bad. In, in, in yellow, I think they fixed it maybe a little. But in gold and silver, they definitely fixed it a lot. They put a lot of attention into that. But, so, yeah, I, Pokemon's always kind of had this history of things. some things looking good and some things kind of being like, hmm, they spent an hour on that. It looks, you know, they just kind of <laughs> threw that together, so... I'm, Interesting. I wasn't excited about the 3D graphics in X and Y till recently. Honestly, it Pokemon felt like a top-down 2D thing to me. But you know, I'm stuck in my old ways. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm still in fourth grade in my head when it comes to Pokemon. So <laughs> now, what's curious about the movement in X and Y is when you use the D-pad, you're either walking or running. If you use the joystick at all, you're using roller skates and going a lot faster. Like they're doing some interesting things as far as making the D-pad different from, like, the joystick movements and that kind of stuff. I didn't know that. That's cool. So, yeah, it always yeah. Uh, baffled me when I picked up Black 2 and popped it in my 3DS XL. I started using the joystick. It's like, I can't go diagonal. What the, what the heck is... <laughs> game's broken. Money back, please. <laughs> they always had the bicycles in the old games, which made you, let you go really fast. So I'm glad they're kind of doing something cool and new with roller skates with the 3D Yeah, version. I really want 360 degrees of movement. I know it's a hard thing to comprehend. Is it, is it 360 degrees? Well, I mean, from I haven't, I don't I don't really pay attention to that when I look at the, when you look at the videos. Does it look like you can do? Like I don't three? think so. Okay. I, I want that one one day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for Beta Alpha Pokemon. Wow, that's top. That's on the top of Tim's list. The top of my list is stop making new Pokemon. Just keep the original and make a new game. But yeah, that would that's a good, cool idea. Just like let's stick with the original core Pokemon and make it a better game. Remake yeah. Red and Blue in 3D. That's a billion. <laughs> that would be idea. amazing, actually. Oh yeah, because yeah. it would be like a because that graphical upgrade you have to redo all the art assets. Really. Oh yeah, so it would be a whole new game. Just. It'd be a completely new game. That would sell like crazy, actually. Yeah, that has me excited. But <laughs> I heard that X and Y have about over a million pre-orders now. Is that something? You yeah, this thing's gonna make a lot of money because that's not even including eShop money. That's just exactly that's why at midnight. That's exactly. Me, I'm, I'm, you know, Saturday at midnight. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. stay up Friday night watching some Pokemon anime, and at midnight, hit that buy button. <laughs> Um, I believe it was as of a week ago in Japan, there was one and a half million pre-orders. Oh, so. okay, okay. <laughs> in Japan alone. Yes. And this is a worldwide launch. Yeah. Yeah, they're rolling. Nintendo has all the monies. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon, I think after Mario, is the second selling game of all time. Series Yeah, it time. is. I, I saw the stat on some Facebook thing. Uh, so Nintendo's top three franchises, Mario, Pokemon, Zelda... They've sold in total around 500 million copies, and then it was compared to like Halo, Sonic, and other things, and they were like under like you know 90 million or something crazy. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyways, probably has, yeah. Anyways, uh, and multiplayer is another thing I want to talk about a little bit. Yeah. How has that experience been through the ages of Pokemon? Oh, uh, it was initially it was local only. Now it's kind of getting more multiplayer stuff. I have no idea if X and Y makes it better than that or what's going on. From what I've heard, X and Y, when you're playing X and Y and you're online, you're always able to really just jump in and out of battles and stuff like instantaneously. They make it sound like you're really playing with other people kind of almost in the same world. 
Um, it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how that rolls out because Pokemon, from the experience I've had, at least with online po- multiplayer and Pokemon with... Um, I don't think... Well, it was a Ruby and Sapphire, which I, I guess... Black was, would have been the first it was one. Black, yeah. I guess, I, guess I, I messed around with my friend's black version and kind of played it online, see what it was like. It was very limited. You kind of had to go into a lobby and kind of... You had to go to a certain place in the, in the world to get into an online game. It was very, you know, tippy-toes. Pokemon's been very tippy-toe with, with multiplayer, which is strange because it's a very multiplayer... Uh, the whole experience just shouts multiplayer, so... Interesting. Yeah, originally you had to link up to play. Obviously, they can do that wirelessly now with Wi-Fi, but I, I many times traded Pokemon with this cable and uh, battled people with black and Did white cables. Did you do schoolyard battles with Pokemon? Uh, maybe a few times on the schoolyard. A lot of times I had friends over after school. We'd play. Okay. Trade yeah. and play. Because hmm. what's cool about trading is when you trade Pokemon, I don't know if you guys know this, um, they gain more experience faster, which is awesome. So you can really? trade your friends, trade them right back. You'd have... Super experienced Pokemon. <laughs> now, this may sound like a silly question. In the TV show, it, it sounds like, you know, uh, I think Butterfree goes off and, you know, lives <laughs> with the Butterfreeze. Can you have Pokemon mates as of yet? Mate? Oh, you didn't, yeah. Poke, that started in Pokemon Gold and Silver. So you can have your own Pokemon procreate and get new Pokemon for free? Yep, so it's... It started with gold and silver. That's when they started labeling every Pokemon with either a gen- with a gender, either a male or female. Okay. Um, you take them to a breeding place based on the Pokemon. If they're the right type, they'll breed together, make eggs. Um, there's a few Pokemon you can only get by breeding, I believe. Hmm. Uh, that that might be cre- yeah. I think that's correct. There's one or two I think, um, at least in gold and silver. Uh, so yeah, there's definitely Pokemon breeding. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I thought that was a silly question. No, I mean, that was one of the cool things I thought about going so That was one thing they th- I added that I thought was cool um, that didn't take it too far. <laughs> now, breeding. they have to be the same species. Like, you can't have a Squirtle mate with a Charmander. No, they won't do anything. They'll just hang out together, I think, if you put them in the breeding place together. <laughs> um, what about, like, a Pikachu with a Ratatou? That won't work either. So they have to be the same... Uh, evolution, right? Yes, the same evolution. I'm not. I'm. I'm trying to think if if two Pikachu's can make a baby Pikachu. You might have to have a, two Raichu's. I don't remember that. Hmm. I don't remember how that works. Okay. So, and then another question about leveling up. So you have these different evolutions, and how high could like a Squirtle get when it's at the point where it's able to evolve but chooses not to? Can they continue to get? exponentially better than what it could at that leveling uh, evolution point? Um, so yeah, Pokemon can get up to a level 100 as far as I know. These new games might have changed that. Uh, so say if you have a Squirtle which evolves at level 16, um, which it does, if you <laughs> stop it from evolving at level 16, it'll every time it goes up a level, it will try to evolve again unless you stop it. The cool thing about stopping a Pokemon from evolving is it gains moves faster. So um, whereas if you let him evolve in a war turtle, he would lo- uh, learn, say, you know, something water cannon or something at level 28. If he was Squirtle, he'd learn it maybe level 24 or level 22. So th- No, a Squirtle can do a water cannon because I don't see his no, uh, mechanical... I, I, just made, I, I, don't, okay. I just made that up. I, I was just, you know. So <laughs> hypothetically, you level up your Squirtle to level 100 and he can kick the butt of some Blastoise. Theoretically, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Pokemon, there's there's more of these levels. They have special ability, or you know, like they have defense and and speed and all that, which does factor into games too. So, so there's quite a bit of strategy. I'm I'm gathering. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, there's strategy there. The original Nintendo Power gave Pokemon a 7.2 rating, not too hot. And the reason they gave it a 7.2 is because they said it was a little shallow in the battles. There wasn't enough variety in in the in the strategies. Um, with Skull and Silver, I think they enhanced it a little bit. They kind of they separated some of the abilities. They made a few more, and they they added things like berries and items you could hold on to, which kind of changed, kind of enhanced those abilities as the game went on. I think they made you either quicker or you know things like that. So. So the yeah. magazine owned by Nintendo gave the original Pokemon a 7.2. Yeah. I yeah. guess they didn't have much control over them, which is good. The, I, I guess. I mean, the game only got made because the creator met Miyamoto, and Miyamoto fell in love with it, the idea of it. Um, yeah, so the, the Pokemon franchise is owned by Nintendo, but the games are not developed by Nintendo. Is that yeah. correct? Game Freak develops them. The guy... A creator of Pokemon was the creator of the Game Freak Company. Um, the game is based on collecting insects, from what I understand. It evolved into monsters. Originally, the first 150 Pokemon were all genetically engineered monsters. That's what they were. They weren't wild monsters. They were all these kind of... The idea was these. there were these creatures that were made by like scientists and people. Hmm. Um, they they kind of got away from that in Gold and Silver with more like actual animals you'd see out in the wild. But uh, yeah, I think Nintendo owns Game Freak... I, I guess they do. Yeah, I'm not exactly I would, sure I would the hope they do. Is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never looked too much into that. They're able to put non, like they're able to put like iOS games out that Nintendo never does, like the Pokedex and the Pokemon TV thing. So they do have a bit more freedom than most Pokemon fran- most Nintendo franchises. I'm not sure to what extent well, though. I don't know. That's interesting. We can maybe I'll look that up. <laughs> so outside of the core line you know, generational Pokemon. We have the Pokemon Stadium games. We have the um, Pokemon Rumble games. What are uh, Pokemon Snap? Well, what are the big uh, outside of Pokemon games that you guys like? I don't know of any others outside uh, the ones that you just mentioned, but <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go, Smash Super Smash Brothers. Brothers. That would be kind of great if they made a Super Smash Brother and a whole roster of Pokemon as, like, Pokemon edition of Super Smash Brothers. You've played the Brawl version, right? They have Pokemon Trainer and Brawl. They do. What I'm talking about is, like, you, have, game. All, like, you have a bunch of, po- like, 30 Pokemon, and it's just a Smash Brothers that's all Pokemon. So it's a Pokemon game. It's not a Smash Brothers <laughs> game, is what you're well, saying. It's like Smash Brothers, but it's, like, um, it's like an edition of it I, where I, it's all Pokemon. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I would play that game. They had that. So. A lot of people would play that. Game. <laughs> yes, they would. Uh, Pokemon Snap was always my favorite. Pokemon Snap was different yet still fun. I whipped um, it out uh, a couple months ago, and it's it still holds up pretty well. I have it on my Wii from the Virtual Console, um, <laughs> which I think they added a few things. What's cool about Pokemon Snap was if you went to your local Blockbuster with your game save, you could print off the stickers, which was so cool. <laughs> Um, back when they had Blockbuster. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. They actually had a dedicated machine sitting there for you to just stick your, I think maybe your game pack or you know your cartridge or something in, print out the, the stickers, which was cool. And there's also Mystery Dungeon Gates to Infinity. I'm not sure how good that is. The, there was Pokemon Pinball, which was fun. Yep. 
Um, which probably my maybe my favorite offspring other than Snap was they had the trading card game as a Game Boy Color game you could buy. And the whole it was a, a game where you just sit on your Game Boy and play the trading card game. Hmm. It was it was fun. I played the heck out of that. It wasn't quite as good as the actual card game, obviously, but it was it, it was fun. Interesting. Yeah, I did notice the other day. I was at a, like a Target, and they still have the Pokemon cards there. And I saw a kid going up and buying some. What do you got there? So this is the the this is a Nintendo sixty four attachment. Um, you plug into the bottom of your N sixty four, which gives you a Game Boy slot. Which lets you transfer your Pokemon from red and blue into, or gold and silver into Pokemon Stadium 1 or 2. It also works with a few other games like Mario Tennis for N64. You could do a few things, I think, but uh, mainly this was used to transfer Pokemon to your... The Pokemon Stadium, it can, it can be a lot of fun. It feels like a turn-by-turn rather than like a Smash Brothers style. Definitely, yeah, definitely a turn-by-turn. It was, Pokemon Stadium was fun... Um, if you if you really had two people with their own Pokemon from their game, it really kind of does it include like, your levels and stuff. What do you mean your level? Like your leveling Pokemon? up of them? Uh, you can't level up while they're in stadium. You, that, that, that doesn't work that way. Um, you can just battle. But uh, it, I mean, do are they leveled from what you did? Yeah. Oh yeah, games? they're the exact same Pokemon levels, names, nicknames, oh, cool. everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, Snap, I really want a Wii U game of where I can hold up my gamepad. And... Oh, yeah, Snap's awesome. Snap's so much fun. So, let's see, any other... Uh, Pokemon Bank, we should talk about a little bit out, about here. We now have a release date of December 27th, uh, 2013, and it's going to be $5 a year. So that's basically 40 cents a month, I believe. <laughs> I had a friend come up to me and day said, yeah, I'm, I just found out about it. I'm doing Pokemon Bank. It sounds cool. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I, I think it could be kind of cool. And the launch is brilliant because you have a month that's free uh, during that launch period. December 27th, two days after Christmas, so the kids that have to wait till Christmas, as you have to do when you're young and don't have money, they get a, <laughs> they, they can use Pokemon Bank for free to transfer from black to, and that's cool. Um, that is cool. So I don't know too many details about this. Uh, my question are things like, can I trade... How do I get Pokemon from my account to another account? Like, say, if I want to give my brother a Pokemon or my friend a Pokemon, I guess I just trade like normal Pokemon. I just bring them into the game and then trade them. Is, yeah, I guess that's how it works. Yes, yeah. Okay, it sounds cool. It's it's a, it's way better than what they've been doing with having to go backwards in the uh, in the app, the game. So yeah, it's it sounds cool. It's I've, smart. Are you surprised Game Freak haven't haven't done DLC to buy all the Pokemon? Like have a a uh, Pokemon Bank account with all the Pokemon in it. <laughs> like you could just buy, and that's like cheating. You get all the games. That you get is... all the Pokemon. You buy a um, hundred dollar account, and then you have them all. That sounds horrible. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh... <laughs> oh boy, Tim, never, never mention that ever again. <laughs> I, <won't. laughs> I hate, I hate uh, free per play. So. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I love Nintendo and I love things like Animal Crossing, because, like I said, I... If Animal Crossing was made by EA, everything <laughs> you did in that game would cost you money. Yeah, exactly, yeah. like... I don't want... That's not a... Pokemon, you could definitely do that with this type of game, but, boy, am I glad they don't. Yeah, me too, me too. I, I do think there could be a market of players that make these awesome accounts with leveled-up Pokemon and... You know, complete set and sell their account access or something. I'd see it happening. I don't know. We'll see. 
<laughs> Any other thoughts on Pokemon before we move on to uh, the uh, the other show? Uh, go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, one question I had for you, John, because I'm not sure about this. Uh, are the characters, as far as like the Pokemon trainers you have throughout the games, are those the same, or, or do they change throughout games? So the, you're talking about like who you are as a trainer? Or yes. The, so yeah, they're different. Everyone, every time it's different. Um, the, the main way I first realized that was I thought, hey, in Gold and Silver... The kid's hat is backwards. That's way cooler. <laughs> so at that next point, next in Y, you're able to customize a lot of things about the yeah. character. Yeah, I saw that in some of the reviews, which looks really cool. Um, I think it was Gold and Silver. They let you pick between a boy and a girl. It might have. It might have been Ruby and Sapphire. They started letting you do that. Um, so it's always a different trainer. Um, some of the the people you battle and face kind of come again. You see them a lot, like different, like hike, like the. Uh, Bug Catcher is one of the people you see a lot. Hiker is a trainer you battle a lot. They kind of reappear, but I'm pretty sure it's always a different trainer that you that who you are. There's always a different professor. I know that Professor Oak was in the first one. Then there's a different professor in the second one. I forgot his name. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think it's always different. Cool. And then uh, I also want to mention um, N64, a special Pikachu edition. There's been um, uh, there was this Pikachu edition of the 3DS XL. Um, the X and Y had a special edition. What other hardware additions have there been for the Pokemon series that you guys can think of? My, I know a few people that have. There is a uh, yellow and blue Game Boy Color, which has Pikachu on it. There's also a Game Boy Color that has Togepi and Pikachu on it when Gold nice. and Silver came out. Um, that's as far as I know. Okay. I would love a Squirtle edition. Mm, no, I've seen... No, no, I take that back. I saw this at my local game store before it got burned burned down. Uh, they have a yellow DS with a Pikachu on it, on the front. And in one little corner, it's just got like a... Uh, it's even... You can feel it, like physically feel it. It's like a Pikachu that's kind of pushed up. It is so cool. If, if, if yellow was my color, I'd totally buy it, but I can't stand yellow, so... <laughs> okay. Now, why don't you like yellow? Because that, that seems like an appealing game to me. Is it just you hate Pikachu oh, no, 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 and all? No, no. I don't hate the I don't hate the game yellow. Yellow is a fun game because they do incorporate a lot of stuff from the anime. Pikachu follows you around. You actually battle Team Rocket. You actually see the same characters from the anime in that game. Um, you capture all the starter Pokemon from Red and Blue. You get them as the game goes on, which is like in the anime. I love. Have yellow. they remade that for GBA or any of the other newer ones? No, it was a special edition. Um, every generation they have a special edition with gold and silver. We had crystal version. Um, with ruby and sapphire, we had pearl. Sure. No diamond. Oh, there was diamond and pearl. We totally forgot about. I totally forgot about diamond and <laughs> you pearl. You forgot about? I don't know the series. I'm the <laughs> diamond and pearl were the first DS games, um, and then they made black and white. Man, there was a lot of Pokemon games for DS. Holy cow! And there was black and white too. Yeah, that, those were the last games I really played. That was the first game with Pokemon Online. Man, I completely forgot about that. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? But you don't like yellow <laughs> as a color for your DS. For my DS, I don't like color yellow uh, aesthetically. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like the bling of it. Yeah. Yes, it's I not my you. thing. So I guess that is all for Pokemon. We will be back uh, for the next part of our Nintendo Night, where we dive into the Wii U 4.0 OS update. The Nintendo directed much more. So if you're on the live stream, stay tuned for that. We're going to start up in just a minute or two here. And uh, before we leave this episode, uh, Aaron, uh, where can folks find you on the interwebs? 
You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Meverse, um, at ALRivera058. Very cool. And you're going to join us for uh, the next episode as well. So yeah. mega editions all the way around. Yay, cool. <laughs> and special guest, John, uh, John, where can people find you on the interwebs? People can find me on Twitter and Meverse at John Wesley, J-O-H-N-W-S-L-E-Y-A. Uh, if you're interested in old Nintendo games, I do have a channel where I put, I've, I've been putting up videos of my collection at John's Nintendo Cart, so you can check that out. Cool. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed our discussion on Pokemon. X and Y comes out uh, less than a week from now on October 12th. It's a Saturday, and I'm rather excited for it. I hope you are as well. And uh, with that said, um, I'm Tim Chad, and you can find me on their webs, uh, T-C-H-A-T-E-N. as my username. Twitter, Instagram, Meverse, and also YouTube. Uh, we do record these live every Sunday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, for this show, then 9 p.m. Eastern for the next show, which are our level editions with me and John, and this week Aaron. So, uh, thanks for watching or listening, and we'll be back for more. Bye. Hey, guy. There's a new podcast out. Great. What's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will. We will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. <sighs> okay, if you want to. Uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again. Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's talk Apple. Oh, jeez.